When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. CHGO Bears After Dark. No one is more ready for this show than these three people, including myself, who are about to talk to you, <laughs> including Greg Braggs, who's been on a roof risking life and limb today, but has made it. We are I presented. You did, buddy. I'm so happy to see you. We are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Nick, you making any bets on this Monday night? You superstar you making all the dough all the time DraftKings sportsbook let's go i'm making DraftKings a lot of money that's for sure mark so maybe well, i need you guys some i need some advice for sure well what are the odds mark on northwestern having a share of the big 10 regular season championship uh you know you know that's a great point there greg uh you know we can't bet on the cats in illinois so but i can but you can because you live in indiana so um right. I, I i i well i'm gonna i'm i will look that up for you when you're uh pontificating on one of your pontifications <laughs> tonight and uh we will get there so all right Nicholas Moriano is setting the stage for tonight's show. Oh. He He's very annoyed by all the Justin Fields hot takes out there. I think mainly because he had to sit with me and Will DeWitt, mainly me, earlier today and experienced another hot take. But I've got – I've been working since I last saw you, Nick, five hours ago on my, my latest thought process for Bears fans. Would you like to hear it or would you like to – Talk about what you're most annoyed by in Justin Fields' hot take land. Yeah, real quickly, let's there, Mark. Um, I think this, the longer we go into this offseason leading up to the draft, the more we're going to hear about Justin Fields, whether he should be traded. You're going to hear these big-name media people kind of talk about Justin Fields and and just everything that they kind of like about him. You hear Shady McCoy, he can't throw. It's like, okay, that's one thing. Shady idiot. Yeah, I, mean, I wish we got a chance to talk to him during Super Bowl week. That would have been great. But, you know, you also hear, oh, Justin Fields said this about 
he he doesn't like playing in cold weather. Oh, that's like an indication he doesn't want to be a Chicago Bear. It's like I get it. It's there's there's talking points, but I think the one that irritates me the most is probably Shady McCoy. As I was kind of thinking of uh, all the things that have been said about Justin Fields, like he can't throw. What do you mean he can't throw? He's a look what he did at Ohio State. Look at some of the throws he's made, even despite not having good weapons or consistent offensive line play and inconsistent offense. The man can clearly throw, but there's just been a lot of narrative so far, and they're going to continue. I think this all stems back to the the talk I had with a Bears fan and Vikings fan while I was in the sauna, and we just started talking about Bears and Vikings football and like all these takes. What are you hearing? I'm like. You're going to hear them all by the time the draft rolls around, but it's just the thing to do nowadays. Do you, that's a great question, by the way, for the chat and for you, Braggs, what do you like to talk about in the sauna? Uh, as, as Nick <laughs> hangs out at, at bears fit, like, uh, and, and, and is now boasting on Twitter about how he's lasting longer in the sauna these days, Bears After Dark, because <laughs> there's sports conversation going on and he doesn't want to disappoint Bears fans and he appreciates all the CHGO support. Braggs, would you like to follow up on this before I give you my brilliant take of the day, which is actually is, all, as always, brilliant, and I'm excited to... Uh, what, I would, what I would most talk about in a sauna? Or your some field hot take that bothers you you're 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 a no, I mean you're a QB one guy. Yeah, I mean to me the whole obviously I think the go to is that he's just a running back. It's mm-hmm. disrespectful mm-hmm. and it's not it it has no foundation because when you compare like the easy thing to do is to compare him to Lamar Jackson or Cam Newton or Michael Vick or whoever, but the thing that I always try to tell people or, you know, explain to people, watch his college tape. Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick were running quarterbacks in college. He was not. So mm-hmm. you can say what you want. He did what he had to do this year. He didn't even run. He wasn't even a running quarterback his rookie year. If this is all he was, this is what he would have been doing his rookie year as well. They honestly unlocked something within Justin Fields that I don't even know if Justin realized he was that dynamic at. Obviously, he knew he was big and he knew he was fast, but I don't know if he realized he could dominate like that with his legs and his athleticism in at the NFL level. I, I really don't know if he actually knew that until they catered the offense to him. He's been a throwing quarterback his entire career, from high school when he was the top quarterback coming out alongside Trevor Lawrence to college when he was the top quarterback alongside Trevor Lawrence, and now he's on a team where he has to run for his life. Or there, it, every every single – like you look at the possession chart, it would just say punt, 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 turtle, punt, punt, punt. So he did what he had to do, and somehow he gets discredited by media outlets and some Bears fans for doing that. Uh, it's crazy to me. And to think that he put up the kind of rushing numbers he did with the lack of talent. I mean, these other – players that had all-time great rushing numbers as a quarterback, Lamar Jackson and others, Jalen Hurts this year. They had great teams around them. Justin did this literally all by himself. So, you know, and like I said, for to then throw low blows at him and call him a running quarterback when he's capable of so much more, and we have to see if Ryan Poles can unlock that the way Howie Roseman unlocked that for Jalen Hurts. 
you know, is what I'm excited to see. But some Bears fans, I just think, are a little jaded when it comes to that conversation. Uh, excellent points. By the way, I am, I am since we're after dark, I am doing the DraftKings action tonight. I'm taking 17 and a half points right now live. Louisville down seven to Duke. Let's go, Louisville. And, and, uh, going, yeah. and Mark, uh, uh, yeah, plus yeah. 10,000 10, for Northwestern to win the national championship. I mean that's worth it. That's worth a five dollar line. Just throw five bucks on there. You, I mean, you made all your, you know, aggressive plays on Kari Blasting game. Might as well throw five bucks on the Cats. <laughs> Greatest story of all time. I'm also taking UC San Diego getting seven and a half uh, down by six with uh, ten ten fifty seven to go here. I feel I'm, I'm feeling a, a UCSD rally. All right, this is making my night a lot more fun. So okay. Thank you to our friends at DraftKings. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me settle you guys in for a second. All right. Cause I think this is important and, and Bears fans just come with me. I'm probably going to have the same conversation with Adam Hogue at some point, but I'm going to have it first with you guys. Uh-oh. All right. Now who's the, who's the, just settle in. Who's the best quarterback that's ever worn the orange and blue. Who's number one. Jay Cutler, I guess. Jay Cutler. Okay, Jay Cutler. If you were going to compare Jay Cutler to a car, what car would Jay Cutler be? (laughs) I'll tell you what he would be for me. I'll tell you exactly what he'd be for me. He'd be a a broken down (laughs) BMW that looks nice but always is in the shop. You know what? You're kind of setting me up for something. Am I allowed to say Jaguar because he represents the first three letters of that? That that would have been great. That would have been even better. (laughs) Even better. He's a Jaguar. A broke down Jaguar. A broken down expensive Jaguar. Yeah, yeah, the shortened, abbreviated version yeah. of what a Jaguar is yeah. called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the it, it's the car that looks good, but it's the car that you don't want. And, and what car would Mitch Trubisky be? Well, the <laughs> car he drove. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. was the What was the uh, car he drove, Nick? Right. A, a, a uh, broken, Camry. A, a broken down Camry. That's what he would be, right? All right. My my overall point, if I may, is that the Bears at their best, have had broken-down Jaguars, one season of broken-down Camrys, and a bunch of bicycles for for cars for QBs. That's what we've had our whole time, right? And now we got this Justin Fields, great job, Ryan Pace. Thank you for the parting gift. And I'm willing to call him a Benz. Fields is a sweet S class Benz that you looks have, even. You gotta have something with speed, car. Right, mm-hmm. convertible Benz. Okay, I'm riding around in the summer breeze. I'm living my dream, Justin Fields, and I love my Benz. I love taking it out when it's 75 degrees. I'll even take it out when it's 60 degrees to show it off. I certainly love it on a 90 degree. I'm busting out my convertible. I'm flying down. I, I got I got the I got the airbags. I got the sweet sound system. I look cool. I'm on a date. She's jumping in. She never wants to leave. Okay, I got my bends. Now, 
And Bears fans are so used to bicycles and broken down Jaguars. They're like, no, 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 no. Ain't giving up this sweet Benz that I'm finally riding around in. No chance I'm doing that. However, Benz has got a couple years on it. It's getting a little pricier. And now I can give you something that's the same price. It's got two years less miles on it and is not actually a Benz. But, but, but you know, I like it because I think it's a Rolls. I'm, I'm upgrading you to the Rolls Royce. I am giving you the premium vehicle with less miles and Uh-oh. even even higher up the up the food chain as far as the uh cachet is, all right? Rolls-Royce rolling up to CHGO, rolling up to Goose Island to either location. Rolls-Royce running around making my bets on DraftKings. Rolls-Royce with my shady rays. Roll, roll, Drew TV on the chat uh, on, on on the chat. Like, what is Carm talking about? I'm talking. You know, come on, Drew TV. Come on, everybody. This is the Michael Scott version where he starts a sentence, and I don't even know if Mark knows when it. What, t- you know, if he knows where it's going. I'm telling you, as I'm watching the tape, that there is a Rolls Royce sitting out there. His name is Bryce Young. He's coming out of Alabama. He is on a silver platter for the Bears. And I get it. The Bears fans are so damn afraid to trade in this sweet Benz after we've been riding around in a Schwinn our whole life. A broken down Schwinn at that. With with all due respect to the couple of years that we had when Jim McMahon was rolling, check out that interview, by the way, and check out all our Super Bowl coverage on our YouTube page. But I just a lot of the conversation around Fields is like, oh, we finally got him. And we, we all all this time we've had da, 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 da. all this time doesn't matter. Where the Bears were quarterback wise is completely irrelevant. We have to wash our way past that. It's it. Moses Moreno, Nicholas Moriano. It, it it's it's you know Eric Kramer for a minute. Steve Stenstrom, Cade McNown, whoever you want to name, all that's a it, all that is water deep under the bridge at this point. You have you have to ask yourself the question: If you have the number one pick, and Fields is available, and Young is available, who are you taking? That is the question that I hope Ryan Poles is asking himself. And if the answer is Bryce Young then you are trading Justin Fields. And if the answer is Justin Fields, then you are trading the number one pick. And there's a lot of people out there right now that that that, uh, that think that Bryce Young, even though he's small, and that's the, that's the terrifying part of him, could very well be the Rolls Royce. So I'm just telling you as we process this whole thing on the hot takes. That was a lot. Up. I mean, that was a lot. And it, and, it, and it all, like, for me, at the start, I couldn't get over the fact that you compared Fields to a Benz is that's just too much luxury. Fields is <laughs> Fields is 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 power and speed. So okay, like I'm what? I'm going with like a Shelby GT 500 or what? A, you know a Ford Shelby. You know one of the, the fastest. Ford. 
Yeah, you know, built Ford tough. I mean, I know, you know, the the Lions are the Ford team, but still, like, he's a tough, you know, SOB, right? He runs people over at the goal line, and he's the fastest. So I don't know if it's the luxury when you compare it to cars, but I I get your overall point here, and that's you got the car, the fast, this, this luxury car sitting here still with the dealer plates, still hasn't passed 20,000 miles right gauge. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. I get it. I So I get where you're going with this. And, you know, I, we got, I like, we got 40, to, we got 40 K on the bends. I get it. I get it's, it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about what Ryan Poles will do, you know, and we can have our opinions all we want. And I've talked to some really diehard Justin Fields fans. They're Bears fans too, but they are all in on Justin Fields as we all are. And we had a lot of back and forth because of their frustration about even this being a remote, even remotely having this conversation. And I, and I kind of put them up against the wall and said, all right, because they also are all in on Ryan Poles as a GM and I am too. But I said, if Ryan Poles was in a private room doing his evaluation of Justin Fields, the quarterback, and then the quarterbacks in this draft. And he identified Bryce Young as a better when he when he did his evaluation, Bryce Young is the better quarterback than Justin Fields. Would you be okay, Nicholas Moriano, if he made that evaluation and said Bryce Young is better, but I'm not going to tell anybody, but I'm not going to draft Bryce Young. Would you be okay with that? I just ignore the socks. Because that was random. <laughs> and tell me if you'd be okay with Ryan Poles knowing his evaluation of Bryce Young is better than Justin Fields, but he still won't draft Bryce Young. Ignore the socks as best you can. I'm, I'm hearing everything you're saying, Greg. But it that was the longest, po- longest point ever. And you longest point? Are you seriously telling longest, me that was the longest lo- point lo- ever? Lo- After you went on that car tirade for eight and a half minutes, put the socks down. My God, this this show has gone off the rails. Rails seventeen minutes in. This is after dark. We are not off the rails, and you you got you got all out of whack on the bends, and you wanted to name some sad ass Ford vehicle and take this That's into not a sad. Line. Shelby's are like eighty thousand dollars vehicles. Anyway, Nick. Okay, to answer answer your question, Greg. Oh if he. <laughs> Okay, one second. Who? This is a thirty-minute after dark. <laughs> All right, thirty-minute episode. What are you? Ta- I'm here for three hours. If Ryan Poles is not being honest with himself, yeah, but he does like Bryce Young more. How can you trust what he what he can do as an evaluator if he's not doesn't have the conviction to make that move? Then, right? I think you would almost feel more comfortable if Ryan Poles would come out straight out and say, "Hey." Bryce Young's going to be a better quarterback for this franchise moving forward. I have the confidence I can build around him. I'd rather see the GM do that than like almost hide what he's actually thinking. If you know what I, if, if that yeah. answers your I question. I mean, that's what, any fair football person that follows this cannot say, I don't want him drafting Bryce Young no matter what. And that's Thank where it, it's like everybody that is so, you know, you know, emotionally attached to Justin Fields as I am and everyone else is this idea that he can, you know, shut everyone up and go off next year and, and continue to rise like he did this year. I get it. But at the end of the day, it's about what Ryan Poles thinks. And if he Mm -hmm. thinks Bryce Young is better, we can say all we want, but if he thinks it, 
he better draft him. And I, I don't want to say that, but that is the truth. I don't, Bra- there's hey, no hey, other way around it. Hey, hey, Bragalicious. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't mean to try to try to put you into a corner. And I Never love your co- baby in a corner. Never put baby in a corner. Absolutely not. Baby what is with the socks? <laughs> what is, the sock? what is, going, what is on here? going on? Uh, are you barefoot right now? <laughs> no, no. The, the, these were these were on my table, and they are my props for the night. I'm, they're working for me. Just list, just go with it. These are my bears pom poms oh and, and my Bragg's pom poms. So let me let me enjoy my after dark experience with the two of you. Oh, I've been spent. I I I've been spending so much time. I slept in a room with Nick for a week. I I, I Bragg's is like. Uh, I've never talked to anybody more dead to the world 30 minutes before the show. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm poking at the bear right now to get him going. I, everything's working beautifully here. So, so just roll with it. Thank you. Now. I want to be back on the roof. I didn't think I'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. You want to be right here, buddy. You want to be right here with your buddies hashing this out. And what I'm saying is I, everything you're saying about if Paul's better than dude, Dude, you you plan your you know stick your Bragsy caboose in the ground and 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 uh, and tell me what your evaluation is, or do, or if you need more time to make the evaluation. You know what what do you what are no? What, I mean, you, I I've I have already. I just am fine going over this exercise because I think it's healthy and it's a fair one, even though Bears fans don't want to have it. But I yeah. don't. Bryce Young is, if you look at every picture, he had a picture come out this week where he's standing next to Mina Kimes. He could, he's, he is as big as Mina Kimes, to put it in perspective. <laughs> I'm sure he can throw it all over the yard. And I'm not, and I think we as Bears I, so fans now I, all of a sudden want to sell Bryce I, Young short just to make ourselves feel better about Justin Fields. I'm not going to do that. I'm sure he'll be a very solid quarterback in this league. But I've seen enough from Justin Fields to know just how tough this dude is. When you hear, you know, the the cornerback from the Eagles talk about how hard he was to bring down, and Hassan Riddick, one of the toughest players in the league, couldn't bring him down. Bryce Young would have got crumbled up like a pretzel on that sack. Justin Fields just threw him off and said, get off me. So I want the tough SOB who can also sling it around the yard. You know, Bryce Young might be the next Patrick Mahomes, as people put it out there, but I'm not – risking letting go of what I already okay. know. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. I thank you for allowing me to put you in the corner for a second. You just claw your way out. By the way, Gary in the chat, who uh, is apparently has sources. Polls doesn't even have Bryce as his QB one on his draft board. I got sources. Uh, I would love to know who those sources are. We can talk. I don't want to make you out that on CHGO bears after dark Gary, but you know where to find me on Twitter. And I want to hear about uh I don't even need to know the sources. You just, you know, I want to know who he has, number one, then, if he doesn't have Bryce Young, number one. All I'm telling you, Bears fans, you diehards, you, and by the way, become a diehard, all chgo.com. We have our, uh, our our special Bears hangout, special Bulls, special Hawks. We had the, the sweet takeover with the Blackhawks. was amazing. Baseball season's coming right around the corner. You want to come on in with a huge discount going to Cubs and Sox. Guys, what are you shaking your head at, Nicholas Moriano? I'm getting distracted. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I know I'm, reading I'm reading the chat. I'm reading the chat. I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy uh, from from Jepper OKS in response to Gary's guy that he's going. Hey, Gary, I believe you, buddy. You got your guy. 
don't know who your guy is, but I, you know, you got a guy. I got a guy too, Gary. I got a guy. You know what guy? You know what a guy told me? I, I've heard that there's mixed opinions in in at Hallis Hall as to whether Fields is the guy. That's what my guy said. I can't confirm. I haven't confirmed that. I don't know. Uh, I what I do know, which we have brought up on this show for the record. Uh, is that Fields did get a text from Ryan Poles after he went on the Rich Eisen show and said that he wanted to be informed. And Fields got the text from Poles saying, if anything's going on, I'll let you know. That was from the that was from the horse's mouth. That's what Justin said, that, that good old Ryan texted him. What you want to read into that, uh, I, I'm not exactly, it's, it's a little, it's, I think it's a little interesting myself personally, but who the hell knows? All I'm telling you is that I spent my weekend watching Bryce Damass Young throw the football all around the college football field. I'm like, this, okay. I can see why he's going number one. I can see why they're rating him the top QB. I get it. And I watched plenty of CJ Stroud too, and that dude looks sweet also. So let me just say this. It ain't an easy decision. But if you do decide, like I'm saying, that Bryce Young is a rolls-ass Royce, well then, hey, Dance floor is open. Let's go. Rolls Royce me. I will I will go for the upgrade and 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 not and not worry about where we've been and let that be any level of an uh one tenth of a percent of a decision in how they in how they move forward. It does the Bears history at quarterback does not matter. What matters is between fields and who and 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 young. Or Fields and Stroud, or Fields and Levis, you have to make an honest evaluation. And I'm just telling you, Bryce Young is sweet. And Quick nice. question for you, Mark. Yeah. With uh, the bright, do you still have how many five touchdown games he five. had in Alabama? He had five. five. Okay, yeah. so I went in and did my own little research here. I was looking at Bryce Young stats. I was looking at Justin Fields stats. Do you know what Bryce Young doesn't have? That Justin Fields does, Mark. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, Nick. Give it to me. How many games has Bryce Young thrown for six touchdowns? Ooh. I was looking through the game like any six touch. No, Justin Fields against Clemson in the college football playoff, six touchdowns. Took that big hit, advanced him to the national championship. I'm like, all right, you know, Mark's boosting up Bryce Young, which hey, that's that's good for the Bears, everything, but. We have a six-touchdown game from Justin Fields. Bryce Young can't say that he has that. And to go back to the car analogy here, I for me, as I'm kind of evaluating Justin Fields, I'm not comparing him to former Bears quarterbacks and how much better he is. I'm more so comparing him to what the rest of the field is and what good quarterback play looks like and what Justin Fields has already shown and what he's still capable of if you build around him, put the weapons around him. That's how I look at the car analogy. Is he one of those cars that you can put in the lot with some of these other teams that have some of these other high-end vehicles and you feel like you're in the right space? I, year three is going to be the one – it's going to be the year to tell you that. Okay, so you're saying because, like – Go ahead, Mark. No, I'm, I'm sorry, Nick. I'm just saying you're saying that you're showing up to the – you're showing up to the baller party and, and can, can, you, can you pull up in a field basically and win? Yes, that, that's how I'm viewing it. And you know what? Right now, we we still need to see it to because we saw flashes. We saw that good month for Justin Fields, specifically running. But I think when you he actually gets the talent around him, and now you're going year two with Luke Getze, when you're going up with that Fields car, 
you're going to feel pretty good about it in terms right. of how it's going to compete with some of these other vehicles that they have there. I I, I, I got you. I got you. I, I roll it. Hey, listen, if we decide to continue to roll up in my analogy in a Benz, just for the record, I'm all in. I am. I, I I will be. I will be very happy winning the Super Bowl, whatever 58, 59, 60 in that Benz. That's cool. I get the decision. I would understand it. But if they decide to, if they decide that they got a rolls out there and they want to upgrade, I'm with you, polls. You well, can do. Why, you what? That's why it's so key to make sure you can trade back and add a future first round pick for next year, because then you can get in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. When you're a team that has two first round picks, depending on where they are, you may or may not land in the spot that he's going to be there, or you can use those to trade up. You know, that that's going to be the key because, right, you know, right. I, you know, you're, you're going to push your chips all in on Justin Fields here in year four. But if he doesn't, if you give him enough talent around him, which Ryan, that's Ryan Poles' job this year, and he still doesn't show you enough if you're Ryan Poles, the GM. Not us, the fans. I think those are two separate discussions that we constantly have. Then you can then okay. Now it's safe to move on from a guy that is beloved around this city. He's the most beloved quarterback with a losing record. You know, you don't see that that often, but that's because Bears fans have been through enough mediocre quarterbacks, as you mentioned the 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 um, the Honda Civic and and Mitch and and then the the Jaguar. You know, the broke down Jag. With Jay Cutler, you know, and we've seen guys that sh- that were okay but not good enough, and we've I think for Bears fans we know when a when a quarterback is bad and Justin Fields ain't bad, so we want to see this through here in year four. But if it doesn't work out after year four for whatever reason, bad play, injury, or otherwise, then you can if you can trade back. Now you're in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes along with I'm sure a handful of teams in the NFL, which is dangerous because you'll, you know, have to, you know, give up quite a bit to get them. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do at that point. I've suggested, I've thrown out and people will say, hell no. Mark said, hell no. My guy, David Kaplan, I talked to him on the phone coming back from his vacation. He said, hell no. I said, well, if you're you're that split on Bryce Young and Justin Fields, they're that close, why not just draft Bryce Young then and let him sit on the bench and never play him? (laughs) And let Justin Fields play all of year four and, and and hold Bryce Young hostage against the league and then trade him at some point. And and Cap was like, You cannot do that. You the, the locker room will completely rip itself apart for it. And I was like, I don't care. I'm gonna do it. Why not? If 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 it's that close and you're that worried about missing on a generational talent on Bryce Young, then just draft him and see and, and then let Justin Fields prove it, and then you can trade him anyway. But apparently that's too too crazy of a take. But that was one thought I had. I'm not saying I'd do it. It's just a yeah. thought. For a transcript of Bragg's latest uh, tra- traverse through his brain, f- please email me at, uh, at the car. Get out of here. You are not. <laughs> the car rant went on for 13 minutes. You are not even going at me. If with you, if you, you need had go- stocks on your ears tonight. If You're you, not even coming at me with this. If, if if you need a if you need a Goose Island beer for Braggs's last thing, it's a good thing because CHGO support CHGO is supported by Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer since 1988. They're going to be making the Braggs uh, 
long-winded beer coming up here as well. As long as along with the Blackhawks Pale Ale, Bull City three one two, the the Christmas IPA, the Green Line, the Matilda, your favorite beer right now. What is it? So many options. Uh, I'm probably going with the Bull City three one two. It's straight delicious. Uh, Goose Island two locations are open and ready to welcome you. Grab a beer with Greg Braggs from their innovation tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room at 1800 West Fulton, or get a smash burger with Braggs or a fresh beer of the week with Nicholas at the original Clybourne Brewhouse, 1800 North Clybourne. For reservations and pickup, go to gooseisland.com slash locations. Goose Island Beer Company, the home of CHGO, the home of Greg Braggs. Also the home of DraftKings. They have same-game parlays, easy and fast payouts, player props, you name it, they got it. And right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NBA team, NHL team to win their game. They get $200 in bonus bets. Right now, what I've been doing with the NFL officially over, trying to dabble into the college basketball. There hasn't been much success, but I'm going to keep on playing and doing it with DraftKings. Maybe I'll bet on some XFL or USFL, whenever whenever that starts up. But we'll see what ends up happening. But first, what you got to do, is download the app now and sign up with the code CHGO. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code HGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, let's go part two after dark and uh, as everybody obviously knows here in the audio world and on the chat, Greg Braggs is my hero. Greg Braggs yeah. makes me better, and I love to have fun at the expense Three of – Northwestern wins in one week certainly does something to you yes. that I don't know if I'm ready <laughs> for any more. Rank Northwestern. They're ranked, okay? Yeah. 21 yeah, in the country. It, it, which is an undersell, but that's fine. All right, I, I want to talk about uh, – Nick and Will were in a CHGO studio for seven hours this afternoon <laughs> – breaking down uh, Bears' potential draft picks. I spent my weekend alongside Bryce Young. I also st- I went all Alabama this weekend. I did did the deep – Poppy, you got to stop growling. We got we to we gotta lay off the growl. We're doing Bears no, after bite dark. Bite him. Bite him, Poppy. Bears after dark right now, Poppy. We got to chill Attack. out. Oh, you, okay, you want the ball. There you go. I'm, I'm sorry. It was underneath my foot. My bad, team. I know we can't see that, but it's <laughs> torturing the animal. Okay, so I spent my time uh, looking at Will Anderson. And, and and Nick Braggs, I like him. I like him a lot. I love the personality. He is uh, the Bears need a leader on that defense. It, it was there was a huge hole when Roquan left. Uh, it was talked about by by that room that it was pretty quiet. And Jalen is a guy that can step into it. And and Eddie Jackson might be a guy that can step into, it, assuming he's on the roster. We had that discussion a little bit earlier today uh, as to guys that might also go the way of Al Qadim Muhammad. And, and get cut. Uh, Eddie's probably not going to happen, but 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 a name that we'll continue to mention. So, but those would be your top two leaders on the defense right now. Jack Sanborn, uh, my guy, I, I, is never going to be the vocal guy. As as great as Sanborn is going to be on his way to the Hall of Fame, Sanborn is more of a quiet lead lead by example guy. And they have a lot of those dudes. So that was one thing that excited me about Will, just listening to him talk and and and. And this guy, you know, 17 and a half sacks in one season as a sophomore. And the whole world is coming after him. He still gets 10 as a junior. Um, you know, he's in the backfield all the time. He's not huge, though. 
This is not, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's not physically imposing, um, which, you know, I think some Bears fans are, are kind of Leonard Floyding, um, uh, uh, you know, just getting a little bit nervous that, that, that maybe uh, he'll be a guy that, you know, was successful on the college level, but won't be able to dominate on the NFL level. I, I don't know where you're at with, with Will, but that I, I learning and seeing his personality excited me a lot. And he's he makes a ton of plays that flash. His stats obviously are off the charts, um, but I didn't come away with it like you have to draft Will Anderson. This guy's an absolute stud. I, I, that's not that's not where I got to. I'm curious where you're at, Nick. Yeah, I think for me, Carm, too. It's like with this is a stronger edge class overall than it is about the interior defense alignment. So when you watch Will Anderson, there's a lot of great things on tape. When you see each of his rushes, he's always constantly moving his hands setting up his next move for whatever offensive line he's going to go against. So I really like that, the power that he plays with. There's a lot of pop when he takes on blockers or when he's making tackles. So that's enticing. But the the size is interesting because if you're playing that defensive end in this 4-3 defense, you typically want guys that are a little bit heavier, a little bit bigger. And he was typically rushing in a two-point stance. What you're going to be asked to do with his 4-3 is put your hand in the dirt. And that you didn't see a lot of it on tape doesn't mean that Will Anderson can't do that. I'm sure he can, but it's just it's probably just not the natural thing for him. We saw Travis Gibson kind of go from a three four where he had to stand up back to hand in the dirt and then kind of vice versa. And it took him some time to transition. I, I think a guy with his caliber, he can do it. But for me, there are a lot of edge talent like that Will and I were talking about in, in a bunch of the draft picks that we were, we were discussing is Tyree Wilson from, you know, Texas Tech is a guy that is a bigger frame, can probably be more what the Bears are kind of looking for at that edge position. So if the Bears were to not draft a Will Anderson because they defer to Will uh, Jalen Carter, like that's that's where I'm leaning towards. Like go get your three tech. Let's see if you can find another edge rusher later in the draft that I think fits more three. But again, if the Bears do draft Will Anderson, they do get an impact player. Just the fit is a little bit of a question mark. Braggs, you got a take on this? I, no, because then you're going to say I'm long-winded. If oh, I start shit. talking here. <laughs> don't, don't, no, don't, 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 don't. I am going to do that. So, <laughs> Will, I, I mean, to me, worst-case scenario is Will Anderson. If they can't find a trade partner, your worst-case scenario is Will Anderson. And that is why it was so important that they got the highest pick they could possibly get. And there were people like Chubbs in the chat that wanted the Bears to win as many games as they possibly could. So their worst case scenario wasn't Will Anderson. And now he's in the chat saying, I want Will Anderson. Well, guess what? You only got him because the Bears did exactly what you didn't want them to do during the season. So be quiet, Chubbs. And now my second point is Will Anderson and Jalen Carter are not enough for me to move the needle to not trade back. So I'll take either one of those guys as my worst case scenario, whether it be only being able to trade back to four or staying at one because there is no trade partner and you take Will Anderson. Great. Worst case. That's an amazing worst case scenario, but I have to trade back to nine. I'm obsessed with trading back to nine. I have to get future first round picks so I can have two next year or maybe even two the next two years. That's going to be what sets this up, this franchise up for years to come. And then I'm going to trust Ryan Poles to find an impact player at nine because, in my opinion, Will Anderson and Jalen Carter, very good players, 
but are they generational enough that you cannot move off of that number? I don't believe so. And maybe I'll be proved wrong, but that's where I stand with it. Just so you know, Gregory, I am pulling that take. That take is getting is, is getting boiled down into a clip for everyone to digest because it was so damn awesome and so on point. So if thank there's you. one person that gets me fired up, it's Chubbs. He knows that. Oh, well, I think you should give credit to Carm, who clearly got under your skin, and you just—you you just, both are definitely getting under my you skin. You just—you just, just bottom line to take like no one's ever bottom line to take, there, buddy. You, I love it. I absolutely love that take. For the record, we none of these dudes are moving the needle enough for me. I want that nine, and I want next year's number one from you, Carolina. And let's go. I feel you. I, 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 I was. I, I am riding down Bragg's Lane on that one. You, you, you sold and me. Not just it. a future first round pick for next year, but I also want their second round pick this year, so I can get to the front of the second so, round. Dude, this dude, year. dude, 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 dude. You think you're getting that for the one? Absolutely. Me, to you nine. Think you, 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 you think you can get their nine, their one next year, and their second round pick? Yeah, and more, a hundred percent. No, I don't that, think that's right. that is the bottom. That is literally the the starting blocks of a conversation. But absolutely, Dude. their second round pick this year and their first round pick next year. You're saying they're nine this year. Well, we're swapping with them with first round picks this year. That's a wash. I'm not even talking about that. And they're getting a quarterback for their uh, Frank Reich and their with their new head coach. So yeah, the second round pick this year and their first round pick next year. That's the starting blocks. I want the second round pick this year and next year and their first round pick uh, and Brian Burns. That's what I want, Mark. Uh, well, Hey, listen, we want a lot in life. No, no reason to not want a lot, a lot, but I, I just, you know, look, when you look at, at, at relevant trades and I'm going to be, by the way, uh, we will be all over the rumor mill. Did I just lose you guys? No, nope, we're good. Here. I hope I didn't. I hope I'm not by myself here, but right now I got spinning <laughs> screens of Brags and just, you can't hear us, Mark. He can't, he can't, he can't hear us. My answer is, is I'm all over moment. Rumorville Central as to what potential any quarterback trades that could happen. I.e., if Baltimore does something crazy and decides to get rid of um Okay, so this just is Mark that was having Nick, difficulties. Nick, you you know what? Me and Mark have railroaded this show as we are notorious for doing. You just give the listeners some something good because I feel like me and Mark have just completely thrown this show into the ground. And I think people are starved for an actual sensible take where there isn't screaming or socks in their ears. Or, you know, bad car. I still don't understand the socks. You are our only hope, Nick, to save this show while he's out there. He is shit. (laughs) Where did you lose me? Because you both started spinning around and I just kept talking and talking and talking to my... We could hear you. You could? Yeah, we could hear you, see you. It was all all working out, Carmen, then. That's even worse. Oh, you are on one today. I'm not on anything. I, I I couldn't be less on anything. I've got my – I'm in a good mood. I'm excited to see you. I got my Bears hat. I got my socks. 
I got my. When you left, I told Nick he was our only hope to save this show while you were gone. I got my orange slices. You need an you need an Ethernet cord, I think, is what you need. Less less orange slices. I got my tennis ball. I'm ready. Uh, my point is, my, where I was at was like, hey, what, is, is is Lamar Jackson getting traded? And, and and what are people paying for him? I mean, I just think you got to live in a little bit of reality here as far as what pe- what people are worth and what's the number one draft pick worth. Uh, I don't. Well, that's why nine is more realistic to get a bigger well, trade course, package. The, of, the trade of, packages that people are putting together for what we'd get to move back only three spots to four, I feel are unrealistic. But nine, no, when I'm talking about a one next year and a two this year, that's literally the the starting blocks of a conversation. Yeah, no, I'm not afraid of saying that that's not nearly enough. Yeah, no, okay. that that Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I, I, I suppose that that is... Your nine, your first round draft pick, your second this year, and and let's throw in a fourth in there too. By the way, we'll give you a sixth back, no problem. Uh, and the beauty of it too, hopefully Carolina sucks. You're you're mm-hmm. you you you're right back at the top of the draft. You got multiple picks. I, I like I like the way you're you're dialing this up here. Well, that's how Poles uh, has to handle this. He has to be. Like I always compare him to like a mob boss, the way he the way he carries himself. That's how he's got to handle this. And when Indy calls, he's gonna be like, "Look, unless you're offering me next year's first round pick, I'm not even talking to you because Carolina's already has that on the table." That's how I'm gonna convince Indy to come through with their first round pick if they want to, if they're crazy enough to do it. And maybe, uh, you know, their owner Jim Mersey certainly is nuts. Maybe they can convince them. If not. Then I'm getting my first round pick somewhere else. That, well, that's how I'm going to play this. What was his tweet? He's been a Bears fan, or he's been knowing the Bears since for 60 years, and he's on a horse. That was, yeah, he was riding a bear at Lincoln Park Zoo. Riding, riding a bear at Lincoln Park Zoo. God bless you, Jim Irsay. And hey, you want, yeah. And you get the combines coming up. Jim Irsay is going to be there. Work it out right then and there. You know, put we'll all put all your talk money him, on Greg. the table right well, there. We're, we're working on all the details on that, buddy. But I, I rumor has it that you might be coming to Indy. Is that? Is that? Uh, hey, I haven't heard such rumors, but you know, my sources aren't as good as yours. I, I do have better. <laughs> I think I do have better sources in this particular scenario here. So um, uh, all I know is that me and Nick had shared the same room in Arizona, and it's going to be very hard for me to give that up. But maybe we can get a three lot here. Me, Nick, and you. Uh, I mean, I would go three with you guys and leave Hogue by himself just to hang out and, and hear both of you snore and tell stories all the way into late at night. I bet you, I bet you, Braggs was a, the, just the kid that you did not want sleeping over because he just never <laughs> wanted to go to sleep and talked all night. Am I you right got, about that? You got that 100% right. But I, <laughs> but I was the kid you did want over because we didn't go to sleep all night and we right. were just going crazy and then then you got up in the morning and you wanted to watch the cartoons and smurfs and have pancakes life cereal something along those lines yes my mom is uh uh famous for making lettered pancakes oh bar when we were in high school and we'd be stoned out of our minds my my friends would be like brags is she gonna make lettered pancakes and then my my mom would be making us lettered pancakes for us in the morning you guys were in high school having sleepovers and getting high, and your mom was making you pancakes? I mean, those things did occur, yes. 
My poor Who father. did it, Mark? Who did it? I, I, I not me um, <laughs> at all. But that's fantastic. Congratulations. Um, it, it, those moments did occur. Yes. Yes. We, well, we we can relive that. Was that was that high school or like mid twenties? No, it was high school. Okay, okay. All it right. was high school. Just making sure. Just making sure. But uh, <laughs> before, uh, I got I got one thing I want to hit on the on the quarterback thing. And by the way, Braggs, I sent you an email uh, that you can talk about in in a, in a moment here if you would like, because you know I I know oh. you love to talk about our fine uh, our fine partners. So you there's something I, I, there's nothing I love more. I mean, yes, do you want so, me to talk about them now? Sure, because sure. That's not? what I love to talk about is our. Great partners here at CHGO. One of them being Game Time. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could, Chubbs? Well, 50-yard line, courtside, behind home plate, floor seats at a concert? It's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seat's you thought you could never buy Jonathan Otten. You won't find a better deal this season on any Bulls game, Northwestern Wildcats game, upcoming Big Ten tournament at the United Center, and I know we're all going to be there, created by the fans, for the fans, guaranteeing the lowest prices. If you love CHGO, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seeds to all your favorite events. Excellent job, and I love Game Time tickets, and uh, I recommend that you buy Big Ten tournament tickets through Game Time uh, to go see the Northwestern Wildcats beat Purdue in the championship game and walk off the court with the purple singing. Oh, is it going to be awesome? Hey, Nick. Spoiler alert! Give give me give me a Nicholas Moriano seven nineteen. On Bears After Dark, February 20th, someone that you talked about today that has you excited when you think about what could possibly happen come April, the, uh, the late April weekend, 27, 28, 29. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously we talked about a lot of players, Will and I, earlier today, and those videos will come out in the next couple of days, a couple of weeks, I, w- I would think. But a player that, as I was watching film, and just seeing how could this guy – impact the bears in, in a positive way. I mean, I I've been really trending on receivers right now, and I don't know if this guy's going to be potentially there when the bears are looking, but in a trade back scenario does change things. But Zay flowers from Boston college is a guy that I really like in terms of the, the explosive plays he can create and the yards after catch that he does so consistently at, at Boston college and what he can transition to the NFL game, you simple screen pass. He knows how to take the ball up vertically. Something that we we just don't see in this Bears offense. He's he's a lead at just changing direction on over routes over the middle of the field, constantly creating separation. I wish he was at the Senior Bowl. He actually played at the East West Shrine Bowl game, so I was a little jealous. I didn't get to see him in person. But the more I watch of him, and I, I see already these mock drafts. He's going in mid first round, twenty to twenty five. I'm like. Can he just drop a little bit? He's only 5'10", 172 pounds, smaller guy, built like a Darnell Mooney, but it's another playmaker, Carmen. I think anytime you can add some of those guys to this Bears offense, you're just giving more for Justin Fields to work with. And we know he has a, he has a cannon for an arm. 
You just need some vertical threats downfield and to work over the middle of the field to actually, you know, utilize. And I think, you know, Zay Flowers can provide that. Where do you have him taking him or hoping to take him? Um, so if you trade back with um, the Colts, maybe with that 35th pick, and that's, I think, even a little later that uh then he would probably go but you never know how the draft works maybe you, one team see, will I, see i'm nick you wrote the article about deandre hopkins and i'm just hung up on deandre hopkins and i don't that care too. what anybody says i want deandre hopkins because it's a low risk yeah it's, you got to pay a lot of money up front see you know his contract is what it is but it's only for a couple more years right and yeah. so what's the risk there now you've got him locked in for two more years then you have to make a decision on Chase Claypool or Darnar Mooney. Are you going to extend either one of them? And then I'm taking uh, Booty from uh, LSU. I keep calling him Booty. I don't know if that's exactly how it's pronounced. Keyshawn Booty, I believe, mm-hmm. is is the uh, eight. Hey, get him in the fourth round. He's caught up in all this crazy stuff here in the you know off season that is making his draft stock good. I hope his draft stock keeps falling, and then we can <laughs> draft him in the fourth round. He's a high-end talent. You can develop booty, and then every time he scores, the PA guys can play booty call. And I, I mean, to me, what better, what better than that? I mean, anytime you get a chance to take advantage of the booty, you got to do it. I, 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 I don't. I think you're speaking after dark language right now. Um, excellent, excellent name to throw out. Uh, a lot of people apparently like to. Uh, you know, do a little bit of the uh, wacky tobacco and enjoy the show. Appreciate those uh, <laughs> that action, that action in the uh, chat. That's fantastic, Brad. Should we tell the uh, our uh, our our more recent story of of hanging out where I things went a little sideways, or should we should we save that? Nick, you, you, I mean, you already you already teased it. Now yeah. Nick's curious. I'm curious now. It yeah, is, now you have it to is share. Literally the funniest thing in the world. Nick. It wasn't very it. funny. Right. In fact, it, 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 it well was, actually was the funniest thing. It, it, it was mortifying, is what it was. But um, <laughs> it's a good way to wrap up after. Let me just give one more football talk, f- football point, and then I'll t- I'll do this because I know teaser. everybody. Right yes. there for you guys. Uh, Daniel Jones wants $45 million a year, and he's probably going to get it. So for those of you, as we wrap around the conversation here, um, uh, Justin Fields is going to get paid $50 million if he has a good season this year when he when his contract is up. He's going to be getting he's going to be getting paid as much as Patrick Mahomes. So well, just, and the Daniel Jones thing, more importantly for this year in the in the immediate is Nick, do you think that that means they cannot pay Saquon Barkley? Or is that just them, you know, still playing, you know, a little staring down contest there? Well, that's where it gets complicated when you when you pay the quarterback as much as he's looking to get, and then you have the running back that what has been rumored wanting sixteen million a year. Like that's where it gets complicated. But they don't have a lot of weapons right now that they're actually paying on the offensive side of the ball or even defensive guys. So they have cap space. You can make it work because you see teams like. Uh, uh, Minnesota is going to be in that problem too with Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins, and we'll see how you know which one of those guys is probably going to be Dalvin Cook that they're going to yeah. have to figure out what to do. So it's not, it's a situation that teams they do run into, but I wouldn't say it's like oh because you paid Daniel Jones you can't keep Saquon. You, you have to find the right price. What yeah. about for the Bears with Saquon Barkley? Are you opening up the checkbook no matter what his asking price is, Mark? Has a better sock face on. 
<laughs> I'm not. They're not yeah, paying I, Saquon. You know they're not. I would yeah. love a running back that gets more than one 20-yard carry on a season. Hey, I know you guys uh, love you, you, guys you don't that have only to... get one, but I'd like two or three maybe. <laughs> You, you, you don't have to sell me on uh, wanting to watch Saquon each week. I would be I would be interested in that, but they're not doing it. Uh, I'd be stunned. And um, yeah, you, Gary, I see you, buddy. Uh, everybody else does that too. too. And you're you, listen. It's true. He can ask for forty five. He might not get. It. He's going to get close to it. And okay, yeah, that's right. They can tag him for thirty two million dollars, uh, which is not the road that you want to go down either. So. I'm just pointing out that it's going to get very expensive with fields very soon. And you've got a lot of needs to build around this roster. So the old win the championship on the QB rookie deal, like the chiefs were fortunate enough to do with Patrick Mahomes before paying him and winning it again, by the way, that guy's about to be the 10th highest paid quarterback in the league. When this whole quarterback cycle comes through somehow, some way the chiefs are going to have a bargain. By the way, the chiefs also are middle of the NFL in uh, salary cap space available. They're 16th. Throw in the fact that how many people in Kansas City thought that they were making a good decision when they got rid of Tyreek Hill? Not that many. It wasn't popular. And that's what uh, Brett Veach had the you-know-what-to-do. They won the damn Super Bowl in a rebuild year, and now they've got all sorts of options. they got extra draft picks, not premium picks, but they got mid-round extra picks. So Kansas City's a straight problem. Uh and there's just there's and and they've done they've made and they made some bold moves that weren't popular. All right, now to wrap up the show, Braggs and I were hanging out, <laughs> and I had made the, the moronic decision. There's no other word for it. This is the funniest thing. that that I was gonna get a couple of cigars. Hang out with my guy Greg Braggs. We're gonna smoke a cigar because Braggs is always like I always see him on the Twitter and he's smoking his cigar and he looks so cool and I want to be cool like Greg Braggs. And we were at the Super Bowl, Nick, and there were cigars down there, and I had a couple, you know, I had a couple puffs of the cigar, and I'm like, I'm cool too. So I'm gonna get my cigar. I went in, so I went into the cigar store. Guy's like, What kind of cigar do you like? Like, I got no idea, bro. Hook, hook, hook up a guy. Give me a recommendation. I'll Whatever you think is good, I'm down. Well, do you like him strong? Do you like him this? Do you like him? Dude, I have no idea. Just give – and so he still continued, went down all – went off the uh, um, the reins. And, and so whatever, he gives me these two – I think they were like bold cigars. And so Braggs and I are smoking this cigar at, at, outside the old Billy Goat Tavern. <laughs> All right. This this was a complete shit show because he, you know, I'm trying to explain to Mark, like, these are big cigars, you know, like I get the, you know, because our guy, you know, big cigar. Yeah. You know, like I try to warn him, like, as if you're just starting, you know, the big cigars can be a lot. It's a lot of tobacco at once. I get the half cigars because, you know, they can be a lot. And so he busts out these, these, gargantuans i'm like okay like you know we'll, we'll <clears throat> i was like just take your time with it not only he had no idea how to smoke the cigar nick i, I he like, was like I, chewing on the i slobbered i slobbered all it over it like it, his it, dog poppy was was chewing on the end it, of the cigar it, he it, couldn't it, get it lit the way he was puffing <laughs> trying to get the cherry going you can tell he never had smoked a blunt in his life because he's like 
It was terrible. I'm like, the what whole, are whole... you doing? And the whole time we're just, I'm just cracking up. We're behind the Billy Goat in the back parking lot, just giggling like a couple schoolgirls. And finally, he gets the thing going. And, and then I cut. I used the cutter to cut off the part he had completely chewed off. Yeah. And now and he's going. But yeah. now he's like burning through it faster than I've ever seen anyone smoke a cigar. And I, I've warned him like five times. Like, it's a lot of tobacco, Mark. And he's like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And well, you can keep going with it, Mark. But right. So, so I was like, I, I was like, this sucks. I can't get this thing going. And then I got to go. I'm like, yeah. Getting into this, really enjoying this cigar. It's great to hang out with you, Greg. I love doing it. Bears after dark with you, and we started talking about movies. He told me I wasn't cultured because I I hadn't seen '80s Bull Durham. Guy, 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 dude hasn't seen the Natural. Dude, dude hasn't seen Bull Durham. Dude, dude hasn't seen like anything of like. uh, So now he's like Tony Soprano puffing on this cigar, yelling at me about (laughs) how I don't have any culture. Yeah, that, that that did happen. It was a hot take, hot take show here in the in the parking lot. As I say, I like to do the show in the parking lot. So, any rate, we finished the cigar, and I'm like, all right, so let's good, let's go back in. And as I'm walking back in, I'm like, I'm in trouble, like big <laughs> trouble. And I don't know what I'm feeling right now, but it's this is not good. So he's like, you, you want to get out or you want to drive back? I'm like, oh, let's just let's just sit down and have one drink and, and 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 so i can just calm down so i i i sit down to have the drink i'm there for three seconds i'm like i'm i i i, I will be back so i went into the yeah, i went he into the old say any he actually didn't say anything we go inside we or i go we're gonna have a uh quick drink he goes yeah sit down and he he just disappears he leaves his phone <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe because we went and had lunch. I thought he was going down the street to grab his hat that he was saying he left at uh, this, you know, diner down the street. So, so I, he's gone that long. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, well, he's got to be coming back. His phone is right here. Maybe he went to go get his hat. Then I start to realize I'm like, uh oh, so, something's amiss. Yeah. So, <laughs> and so- I go into the bathroom. I look under the stall and there's Mark's shoes. I'm like, you all right there, buddy? He's like, no. I'm okay. I'm not okay. I need I'm, like 10 minutes. And I just walked out of the bathroom. I was like, oh, no. I, I sat down on the toilet. I leaned up against the wall. I <laughs> I was breathing for the life of me. I I was like, and I literally was in a full fight. You are not going to throw up. You are not going to puke. This is not going to happen. You are going to take the pain until this is over with. And I was in there probably for a half an hour. Is that about right? I have no idea how long it was. Absolutely. I, people, Absolutely. Kept, people kept filtering in because who's the guy in the bathroom at the goat? Who, <laughs> the, who, the guys who that make the who, burgers kept coming, shuffling back and forth, checking on him because they weren't sure what he was doing in there. They I, probably thought he was. Doing I was drugs. I was sweating like a pig. I took I took my I took my I took my coat off. I un I, I unzipped my pants. I was I was I was so <laughs> unbelievably miserable, and I was like, I am. This will never. Happen again. I am old man, Carm. You're not cool. When we were smoking it. He's like, 
what's the point of these? What's the point of these? <laughs> There's nothing that happens to you. There's, I'm like, Mark, it's a lot of tobacco. It, it, you're going to feel a buzz at some point. Yeah, well, and I I didn't listen. It was a horrible job. And so, and then, like, finally I was able to get out of the stall and, like, get, like, get to the sink. And I'm, like, sipping water to get out of the sink to get out of there. And, and like, people are walking. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right, buddy. I'm drinking out of the sink at the goat after a cigar. <laughs> it was like. It, it was like when I was like 21 walking out of Billy Goat. Like we weren't, we didn't even have a, a drink. He didn't even finish his, and I'm basically carrying Mark out of there over a cigar. So and right, it's like, and- it, it wasn't like my days of high school. You know, smoking. Uh, you know, passing the blood around. It was a, it's a cigar. Right, and, and he just complained. And then yeah, he kept telling me we get in the car. He's like, never again. I, and, Never right. again. And so I like I don't I'm, I'm like all right, it's time to go, but I still don't I feel terrible. And I just don't I don't want to hit a bump on the road. I don't mm. want to hear I don't want to hear a sound. And Braggs gets in the car, full Braggs level conversation. I'm like, please stop talking. Just don't say a word. Just don't <laughs> yeah, don't, don't say I was it. Like, I, I, I tried telling you, Carmen. He's like <laughs> please please nothing i don't want to hear about justin like, fields you're fine you're fine Suck yeah right. it up. you're fine I'm, I'm not fine i'm most definitely not fine in fact i'm i'm i'm, I'm in bad shape um uh, but 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 all's well it ends well we're, we're i think your okay. next step is, that was is, great that was great but if okay carm you said never again what if i say yeah. like hey i've never smoked a cigar before in my entire life i'm like mark yeah we gotta smoke a cigar. Are you doing it or what? Uh, no, uh, Nick. Absolutely, I'll I'll hang with you, buddy. I'll I'll, I'll light it for you. But you're on your own. Um, oh, I I, no. I and, and I'll, I'll you got scared you. away now. I'll, I'll hook you up with Braggs. He's he'd be more than willing to do it and and be your cool guy. Um, Carm, were you inhaling it? Of yeah, course, he, I was inhaling it, Joey. You're not supposed to inhale it. I I got it, Joey. I got it. I got, <laughs> I got it. it I'm just like okay. Well, I'm just you know. I, well, I you know I needed you there. I Joey Braggs, you Braggs, and our guy Jared that uh, you know covers the Cubs here at CHGO, who also looks like a Billy badass when he smokes cigars. He's going to be very disappointed in you, jo- Joey. You know? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to let you down, and really all of CHGO down. Honestly, uh, it, it was it was, but you know it hey, was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it was. I look. I I got home <laughs> and and I did not. I did not feel good for another six hours. And I think I woke up the next day and it was still on me, but, uh, <laughs> but we're good. We're Our good story. now. We're good now. Never uh, a dull moment. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mark. And awesome. uh, specifically awesome. Mark. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> Stogies with, with brags. Um, <laughs> well, the best part was, cause like, you know, I've been through these situations in my life a few times before. Sometimes I'm the one, you know, causing the ruckus or sometimes it was my friends. So like this time I felt so relieved that this happened to Mark, but it wasn't my fault. This was all Mark's fault. He bought the cigars. He encouraged to go smoke them. We go to the bill. It was all Mark's idea. And I continued to warn him throughout that it was going to hit him at some point. So I covered all my bases where I cannot be blamed for this. That was the most I was worried about because it it felt like high school all over again, carrying Mark out of a a bar, maybe a little out of high school. No, no, let's not go too crazy. You didn't didn't carry me out. But, yes, this was 1,000% on me. (laughs) I walked out of there brick by brick. Barely. (laughs) But I did walk out of there. Uh, (laughs) Then he drops me off in my car. 
and he goes to pull away and I'm still just <laughs> laughing my ass off at this whole thing. And, <laughs> and he's sitting in his car getting oh. ready, trying to build up the courage to drive home. Oh, it was so bad. And, and all I got to do, all I got to do is get to the South loop from the West loop. And it was, and like, and there, was so much, out, there was so much, there was so much traffic on Roosevelt. I'm like, I'm, please. I'm parked and I'm looking over at him and he pulls out and he's like hunched over. While he's driving, giving me the most miserable look. And I'm like, bye, Mark. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it, it, it was Somebody said we, your next step is ayahuasca in a in a in a dark room for five days, yeah. like like uh, Aaron Rodgers, and then we document the whole thing. Uh, that that right. Um, I'm gonna stay sober for a little while here, or you know, an occasional occasional but other than that that's that's all we're doing uh and nick i will tell you that in my head i'm at least minorly considering just because you know we got to be teammates here so i i'm, I'm saying no but i'm not but, but i'm Jeff not rock says the least bryce could have done was have his mom make carm some lettered pancakes and damn right the next <laughs> true. <laughs> true and uh Somebody, hold on, let me see. Uh, Larry Lapper, Mark, was your father a football coach? No, but since you brought up my dad, it gives me an opportunity to boast on him, so that's a rare thing. Uh, Freddie Carmen, the great Freddie Carmen, uh, was, a, was a QB and a linebacker for Marshall High School back in the day, and then he went to Western Illinois and intercepted, he says four, but I think it was two passes in his first ever collegiate game, um, and, then he went, and then he went to the Army and took down Hitler uh, in World War II, Freddie Carmen, ladies and gentlemen. So, But no, he was never a football coach, but loved playing the game. And uh, that era that I grew up in, everything in my household was Gale Sayers, Gale Sayers, Gale Sayers, and Gale Sayers. And then Braggs gets on the show. He's like, yeah, Devin Hester's better than Gale Sayers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally my old childhood, it was like Gale Sayers is the greatest athlete to ever do anything if Sayers hadn't gotten hurt. It, it was like that was that was what it was, and then when Jordan broke his foot in year two, well, Gale Sayers didn't make it in his career. I'm like, you will stop saying that right now. Like <laughs> Jordan is going to be okay, and he was. Um, all right, we're way over time, so thank you for watching tonight. A lot of fun. <laughs> Great show. For, Great for, show. For, for, I'm, for, I'm I'm sorry, Nick. <laughs> no, this is this is what After Dark's all about. We can can kind of like, you know, be a little more loose. You can have socks on the show. You can tell stories. You do whatever you want on After Dark, and that's why you need to be a part of the CHGO community, our dark community. You get this times like a hundred in all of our hangouts that we have. So you definitely got to check those out and. You know, yeah, I think what what's what a Bulls hang um happy hour is tomorrow, right? Or is that is that when it is scheduled? I'll just the, stop talking about the celebration that I of the celebration know. of Pat Beverly happy hour. I don't even know if that's true. I, I like my days are <laughs> there, there is together, a happy so hour I'll just stop talking. <laughs> no, hold on, I can I can uh hold on, hold on. I'll hold just on. stop. I, I don't even know why I said that. I feel like it was tomorrow or Wednesday. But I don't know. But that is why somebody asked uh, earlier in the chat, way early in the show, like, you know, I'm thinking about becoming a diehard and what are the perks to it? And that's certainly, like I've said before, it's it's definitely one of my favorite parts of the perk of being a diehard because then we get to meet some of you people that are that are in the chat every day, mm-hmm. really loyal fans, and we appreciate that. And and it's it's uh, you know more of an intimate hangout, kind of like what we're doing here, telling these stories. But you get to be involved 
in the conversation as well with us. And, and it's a lot of fun. And, and, and I encourage anyone that gets in on this because then you also help you, you or then you can also be in included in these events that we do, whether they're tailgates or, you know, watch parties or going to the games. They just did a Blackhawks one here recently in the goose Island room. That's attached to the United center. Mm-hmm. Sure. We'll have another bulls one here at some point. And, and yeah, when bears season comes around, we do tailgates for every home game. So there's just a lot of stuff. And then there's there's additional content that you have access to. You know, the, these guys are working hard putting together their free agency list and draft board and and breaking those things down. And, and uh, those are things that you can have access to that nobody else does. So there's definitely some perks to this stuff. Yeah, and uh, okay, I finally found it. So, and and we'll go in a second. But look, the uh, here's the schedule. There's a Bulls happy hour on Wednesday, February the the twenty second. So two days from now, Blackhawks happy hour Wednesday, right. March the first. So those are both coming up. Uh, and yeah, hang out with. I mean, come on. You get to hang out with Jay and Mario and Greg, and then you get to hang out with Peck and Big Dave and Mark K and Will Gottlieb. Um, I love those guys. So, anyway, that's those are the two happy hours coming up. There will be a Bears one coming after that, too. So, anyway, thanks so much, everybody. We will see you tomorrow at noon. Adam Hogue back. Nick will be there tomorrow. Braggs is in studio on Wednesday. Have a great night. And again, for a, uh, a transcript for any of Greg Braggs' takes, just send me an email at uh, <laughs> get out of here. Mark.carmen at gmail.com. We love you guys. <laughs> a lot of fun. See you, see you next time.